Hello and welcome to another edition of Thrive in the Decline. My name is Josh Kugel. I love Bogalusa, Louisiana. I'm not 100% sure why, but it's one of my favorite cities. I went there this week because we had a death in the family. I think I love it so much because my grandparents lived there from the day I was born until the day my papa died, in the same house even. When I was a kid, we moved around a lot, and I suppose if your childhood isn't tied to a specific place, you look for stability, and that was it, Bogalusa. Every Christmas, we'd go to that same house in Bogalusa and sit with the same people around the same tree in the same room year after year. Many summers, I'd spend time there mowing lawns for my papa, walking the streets downtown, riding my bike through the cemetery, or sitting at papa's business waiting for him to take me to the salvage store. Bogalusa just became special to me. It's odd to be so attached to a place like Bogalusa, though. It's, it's no longer a really nice place. In the early 1900s, Bogalusa was started as a company town, planned out to provide housing for workers in what was then the largest sawmill in the world. It's essentially a city that was planned out and built to house people who worked for a company. Years later, the sawmill was replaced with a paper mill and a chemical plant, and Bogalusa grew and grew until the 60s when almost 22,000 people called it home. Then the industry changed, fewer jobs were available, and one thing led to another. Businesses moved, people moved, and now Bogalusa is about half the population it was at its peak, and it has one of the highest crime rates in America. And get this, 45% of those under 18 who live there live below the poverty line. Bogalusa is a shell of the town it once was. I think I only have one family member that still lives there, but every time I go, I drive by my grandparents' graves, I drive by their old house, I drive downtown where I used to ride my bike. I drive past where the old Walmart was and where the old theater was. I hope, because it's special to me, that someone can save Bogalusa. But Bogalusa serves as a warning for anyone who attaches themselves to things and places. They don't last. And even worse, once a place or a business or a person loses its value, the world just seems to move on to the next thing with barely a care. I love the book of Revelation. In chapter 16, John tells about a prostitute who rules over many waters, and the kings of the world join up with her. She's drunk on power and pleasure and pride. She's beautiful. She's powerful. She's a ruler of rulers. And John stares at her in amazement. But that's short-lived, because while she's powerful and impressive, she's still a prostitute. In other words, there's a pimp somewhere. She rules, but she isn't in charge. She brings riches and power, but someone else really pulls the strings. And what you find out quickly is that her beauty is all superficial. In other words, she offers something that has no lasting value. It looks good on the outside, though. In, in Revelation, John says that the angel told him that the waters where the prostitute is ruling represent masses of people of every nation and language. See, for a while, it seems like she's ruling. The masses really love her, and they depend on her, and they cling to her. But the angel continues and explains that the pimp hates the prostitute, so he kills her. And get this, what it's really saying is Satan uses her up, and he discards her when she no longer serves his purpose. Now, this is obviously a bigger story of empires and kings, of end times and divine rescues, but it's also a description of the way the world works. When you have something to offer, the world will bring you its riches, its attention, its fame and glory. But when you no longer provide the world value, it simply moves on, leaving you to fend for yourself. 
We've all seen once prosperous cities dry, dry up, and it, and it doesn't matter how special they are to you. It's just the way things work. I, I wonder if it's a blessing to see this too. The world is that friend who, uh, who loves you when you can buy it a meal, but when you run out of money, it moves on to the next friend, leaving you lonely and feeling used. A lot of people find value in the temporary, in things, in money, in relationships based on glamour or feelings. But to the temporary, you're just the party of the night, a means to an end. And not only that, the world won't protect its followers. We've all watched celebrities meet tragic ends or go broke or end up in jail. It doesn't protect you. In fact, the world will gang up on you when you no longer give it what, it's need, what it needs. The world is fickle because just as God has a purpose, our enemy has a purpose too. Rundown cities are a reminder that things won't last, and that's okay because we're promised a heavenly city that will. Jesus teaches a different way in the book of Matthew. He says, Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. Thanks for listening and have a good day. Would you see me now? I'm turned and